Hello and welcome back to The Brew Interviews. Did you know a group of pros is known as a murder? A group of ravens is known as an unkindness? And a group of Brew Interviews listeners are called non-existent. Yep. I am Robbie and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend Lauren. It is episode 93 and this week we enjoy the spooky season and delve into some strange superstitions of New England's shady witch past. This week on The Brew Interviews. Brew Interviews, Coast to Coast, Brews, Faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. This episode of the Brew Interviews is sponsored by AdamandEve.com, but you will hear more about them later on in the show. For now, Lauren, how you been? Well, Robbie, uh, I've been doing just great. Just great. Uh, tomorrow is Danny's birthday. That's right. Uh, and I have coordinated uh, eight people to do an online virtual escape room, and I'm not really <laughs> sure how it's going to go. Oh, uh, so I'm Wait, pretty it's a virtual anxious escape about that. Yeah, it's a virtual escape. I was going to do a murder mystery, yeah, but this that's one. What I thought it was. Well, I was reading more into it. It's like an act, like a an escape room instead of a murder mystery. So like do everyone's alive someone? for it. Well, you can murder me if you want. Like okay. that's cool. Like the first thing. <laughs> yeah, like we I can work Lauren. that. Like, we can work that into it. It's fine. You can just be like the narrator. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty anxious about how that's gonna gonna work out, but it'll all be fun, I think. Yep. Yeah. How are you, Robbie? How have you been? I'm good. I uh, recently went to Stoneface Brewing up in Newing Newington. Yes, it's in Newington. Newington, Newington, New Hampshire, which is very close. Never been there before, so it was a cool little experience. I know it's not the same as it would normally be because there's like there's a super, pandemic. It was super, yeah, super <laughs> limited seating inside. And I was like, well, it's nice out. Just sit outside anyway. Away from yeah, you shouldn't so. be sitting anywhere inside with strangers anyways. <clears throat> and it was good. I uh, had a few beers that I've never had before. I don't drink a lot of Stone Face. I love Stone Face. I, have, I like their uh, their fruit fruit wise. Vice, yeah. Vice, yeah. Raspberry Berliner vice The Blackberry. and um, Wicked good. They did a their, Poison their, Berry one too. Did they? That sounds good. They're, they're uh, like all the raspberries and blackberries and like all the... Boysenberry yeah. and like all the whatever they're wicked what, good what's their go-to ipa i always forget the stoneface ipa is it just called stoneface ipa yeah they have another one uh that i think they do pretty regularly called blip um, yes blip yeah had, yeah i think i've had blip full clip full clip is another full one. clip is another one yep yep they, they do a little... few that i can't pronounce that are really good <laughs> yeah Speaking of some that you can't pronounce, I got one of their new releases. I got Ooh. kind of a tip off from my friend Hillary. Thanks, Hill. For this, I don't know if they said it was a limited release or something along those lines. Oh my god, what does it tell me? But it is called uh, Sizagy. Ooh, I love that art. It's a on hazy that IPA. Yeah, and it is delicious. It is a very good beer. Um, I didn't know what Sizagy meant. Yeah, what does it mean? So I had to look it up. It's an astronomy term. A syzygy, syzygy, is a roughly straight line configuration of three or more celestial bodies in a gravitational system. Still don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know means, what that means. But they're, the can art kind of reflects maybe some magnetic pull of celestial body kind of, I don't know, maybe it's meta. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Like a black hole situation? I don't, I 
No, I celestial don't. body. It's black holes on a celestial body. I don't know what a celestial body is. <laughs> right here. Yeah, all right, all right. Because it's out of this world. Um, God, you're disgusting. It is delicious, though. It is a very good, hazy, easy drinking Is it fruity? IPA. Is it piney? Tell me about it. It's not really that piney. There was a, a descriptor that was used on Untapped that I, that I saw somebody use, and it was soft. It's Ooh. it's soft in the mouth, and I, and it's hard to explain, and it's also kind of disgusting to say out loud that I'm hearing it. Yeah, that's super gross. But it's a good descriptor for what this is. It's soft. All right, I can kind of like imagine what that would be like, like a very mellow beer. Super good, super. All right. Good. Oh, I'm jealous. Um, this week I decided to go outside of my comfort zone, uh, and I am drinking Plum Island Belgian wheat. Nope. Plum Island Belgian White, uh, which is a wheat. Yes. Uh, So it's an unfiltered wit beer with hints of citrus and coriander. Uh, And this is from Newburyport Brewing Company. Um, I don't know what the... It's a five point... No. uh, Massachusetts. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Newburyport, Massachusetts. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I... So Newburyport... Brewing company like makes one of my favorite IPAs. Really? Uh, so I'm hoping that I can stomach this beer. It sounds like it's going to be UFO, like that coriander citrusy wheat beer. So it's way better than UFO. You shut your mouth. <laughs> um, I'm not. I don't like UFO. I can't drink it. It absolutely has the same taste notes. Taste notes. It's. But it's sour. Really? Yeah, like this is a very like this is a sour beer, so I'm perfectly thrilled. Um, but it is super duper like coriandery. Really? Coriandery? Coriandery. Yeah, but sounds I think like that... a, it sounds like a name for like a new age child. This coriandery. is coriandery. <laughs> and my son Kumini. You what? Oh. Kumini. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it, I dig it. Uh yeah, but like the citrus is actually like a very sour taste, and I'm, I'm not mad at this beer. So thank you, Newburyport Brewing, for <laughs> uh, making a wit beer that I can stomach. I've never had anything from them. I don't think. Um, I had their collection. This one actually came in <clears throat> that uh, like box of beer that my sister sent me for my birthday. Okay. Uh, and it has the IPA in it, so I'll probably have that next show, and we'll nice. just have to deal with two Newburyport beers in a row. God forbid we haven't done seven, seven Branch of Blades in a row. Blade. <laughs> I like that we just make fun of ourselves now for having so much Branch of Blade. What do you, what do you mean we? This is mostly yeah, this is like yeah, 90% yeah. you. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I just love them, Robbie. It's not my fault. Uh, so we're going to move on to the main topic tonight. I recently went out to a thrift store looking for some goodies, as one does. And one thing I love is weird and unique. That's why and we're that, best friends. That's mm, <laughs> weird, yeah. <laughs> and on that day, I came across my new favorite book of all time, which is entitled Strange Beliefs, Customs, and Superstitions of New England. The cover is a scary witch lady and a crow. Oh, they'll, they'll, I'll take a picture of the cover. Yeah. <clears throat> this book came out in 1980, which, like... 40 years ago that's 40 years ago that's wow we're so old yeah it doesn't sound that long ago i'm like 1980 was 10 years ago i was like yeah oh, no, it wasn't oh <laughs> it was no 40 years ago it's almost half a century ago oh my god yeah um and it centers around witchcraft and other beliefs and weird customs 
some of these customs and superstitions are so far out there, I felt like they needed to be shared yes. with the world. So today I'm going to read some of the best and wackiest excerpts from the book, and I might kind of make it into a little bit of a game for Lauren, kind of a question and answer kind of deal. Which is very exciting because I have nothing prepared for today. So Good. So <laughs> let us begin. Thundercrack. Do a, you gotta do a thundercrack sound. When you, oh, okay. This Mine wasn't good enough. No, no, not at all. All right. We're gonna start with discovering the identity of a witch. <clears throat> oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Discovering the identity of a witch. If any livestock sicken and die because of a witch's spell, the identity of the witch who cast the spell can be discovered by cutting off the ears of one of the afflicted animals and tossing them into the fire. The heat produced by the fire will <laughs> will release the witch's imp from the ears, and its master will appear at the fire before anyone else arrives there. So apparently... So, <laughs> so if if some livestock dies, you cut its yes. ear off and throw it in a fire. And if it was it died because of a witch, then that witch will appear. The master, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Apparently, the witch is the master. Uh, but here is the better part: if food will not cook properly because a witch cast a spell on it, the witch's identity can be uncovered by putting some of the affected food in the fire. Again, the heat will release the witch's imp from the food, and its master will appear at the house before anyone else arrives there as well. So if you need to figure out if somebody's a witch, you know, who poisoned your livestock, just Just throw off. some shit in a fire. What if you have, like, a hundred head of cattle? You just start cutting off every cow's ear? Well, only if they're dead. Well, they says sick, too. What if you just have a bunch of sick cattle? Then, yeah, you better start fucking chopping off ears. I'm sure they aren't worth much anyways. Just well, fucking... they have an even better way to uncover a witch. Oh, my God. Better than throwing a cut-off ear in a fire? Much better. All when right. Elizabeth Paris and Abigail Williams... Um, the two girls who helped set off the witch craze, the witchcraft yeah, hysteria yeah. in 1692, began to act as if they were bewitched. Tituba, their West Indian slave, collected some of their urine and made a small loaf of rye bread with it. She then fed it to the family dog, hoping that this would unmask the person or persons responsible for bewitching the two young girls. Uh, Do you hear it that? Witch. It was a witch. <laughs> it was a witch. I don't know how to make rye bread, but I'm pretty sure urine is not one of the main ingredients. Yeah, I'm questioning all the times that I've eaten rye bread now. <laughs> yeah, at least they fed it to the family dog. And I like how it says, it says, feed it to the family dog, not like a dog. It has <laughs> like to be animal. the family. What if the family doesn't have a dog? What if it kills the the dog? What if the dog gets sick from the urine? What, what if, if they have, have like a, a bladder infection or something? What if you only have a parakeet? I'm sure everybody had a bladder infection back in 1692. Everyone's just walking around with fucking just yeast disgusting. falling out of their vaginas and like... Oh, what okay. the fuck? I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, we're going to move on to one of my favorite ones. This one is entitled, Coming Between You and a Friend. I feel like this could be a name of a porn. C-U-M. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. If you and a companion are forced to walk on opposite sides of a tree, a pole, or any other obstruction on the sidewalk, your friendship will come to an end unless you press your face to some part of the obstruction and say, bread and butter. What? Where's the... I don't understand where that came from. So if, if 
Danny and I were walking down the street holding hands, and she walked on one side of a telephone pole, and I walked on the other. Yes. And we'd have to smush our faces to it and say bread and butter. Bread and butter. You got to run back. break up. You got to bread. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is funny because Danny actually does not like uh, if we have to split. Oh, I thought you were going to say she doesn't like bread and butter. No, I literally had a piece of bread with butter on it before we started recording. That's sad. All right. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) This one is beliefs associated with death. Oh, my goodness. If a cow moves after midnight, someone in her owner's immediate family will die soon. That's fucking terrifying. I'd give all of my cows tranquilizers before bed. (laughs) If a bat flies into your house, a very close friend will die soon. <laughs> no, no, Robbie. Listen, if a bat flies in my house tonight, I'm going to be so scared. A, because bats are fucking terrifying and I hate them. I and bats. B, that would mean that somebody's going to die. I don't like that. <laughs> if a dog howls after midnight, someone in the immediate neighborhood will die. <laughs> oh, my God. I love these. These are great. These like, are fucking terrifying. This is, the, this is a scary one. If a cricket chirps in your house... Someone in the immediate family will soon die. I know that's not true because I always had crickets in my house when I lived you in You hide crickets? Had. I always had oh, crickets in my like house. You said I hide crickets. I was like, I gotta hide the crickets. <laughs> They're like supposed to be Frank lucky, of right? crickets. No. But they were in the basement. If someone counts the vehicles in a funeral procession or points his finger at any of them, someone in his family will die before a year has passed. Oh my god. Don't point at fucking don't count funeral them. Brigades. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> funeral a funeral brigade. It's not a parade, Lauren. <laughs> Fucking Christ. I would want mine to be a parade. P- procession. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, this next one I've done many times. If anyone holds an open umbrella over his head in the house, a close relative will die within six months. Robbie, don't open umbrellas in the house. Everyone knows that. Six months is kind of a specific timeline, too. Like all these other ones just say soon. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> Do you, ever, do you ever think that people were, like, planning a murder and, like, they were just, like, starting these, like, superstitions these rumors, to be yeah. like, I told you in six months he was going to die. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't have opened that umbrella. <laughs> if three crows fly over your house, someone very close to you will die within the year. I feel like crows fly above me all the time. Like. Your house? Yeah, my apartment. hope so. Just say, yeah, someone very close to you. And I don't have that many friends who are dying. So maybe Rizzo. I don't really know. No, Rizzo's so cute. This is one of my favorite next ones. It's called Telling the Bees. Okay. When a death occurred in the family of someone in the rural areas, one of the family was sent out to the beehives to turn them around and tell the bees the sad news. Oh, no. It was believed that the bees would attack and kill a member of the dead person's family if it was not done. <laughs> That's terrifying. I love it. Can you just that... imagine, like, your uncle going to, t- you, gotta, you gotta go tell the bees. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta go, go tell go the bees, tell Uncle the bees. Chuck. You're like, I don't want to talk to the bees again. You're like, you gotta, grandma died, you gotta go talk to the bees. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine living in fear if somebody forgot to tell the bees that one of you is just gonna right? be fucking killed by the Is there a time frame that this has to happen in? Like, Doesn't say. Oh no! Yeah. What if what you miss the time frame? What would your speech frame? to the bees? What would your speech to your bees be? I'd be like, "Look, bees, <laughs> so sorry to like have to tell you this news, but Uncle Joe, oh. man, he just he's kaput." <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Lauren, this is a question for you. 
Oh, I'm so excited. Please tell me. I mean, ask me. What happens if a cat washes its face before breakfast? Um, it's clean. I don't. It will do rain get... during the day. <laughs> because that I'm makes like, sense. I'm not even it. sure what kind of direction this is going to go in at this point. Like, the cat washes its face, the whole earth gets desecrated by a comet. Like, Pretty much. And it gets okay. even weirder with the cats. Okay, I'm so excited. I'll, I'll do a better job at guessing. This one, you don't guess this one. This okay. one's entitled Cat Washing Its Ears. If a cat washes its ears, there will be a heavy rainstorm in a short while. The number of strokes it takes indicates the number of days that will elapse before the storm arrives. Oh my god. If the cat brings its paw over its ear when it washes, a nearby stream will overflow its banks during or shortly after the storm. Wow. I'm going to so watch really Rizzo pay... like real yeah. close from now on. He's li- gonna... <laughs> he's licking his his shoulders right now. <laughs> There's oh, nothing on oh, cat shoulders. Oh, wait. No, now it's just his cheek. <laughs> he's gonna get to his ears i'll i'll pay attention i'll count here's another cat one for you if a cat sharpens its claws on a wooden fence there will be a heavy downpour that day and it will come from the direction in which the cat's tail is pointing Ooh. now i wonder what would be like the modern version of this because like they didn't have big apartment <laughs> complexes right like when yeah, like these superstitions like what would be the modern day oh he just licked it it's going over his ear it's going over his ear um <clears throat> like what would be the modern day version of like a wooden post like is it when rizzo like scratches at my carpet or like no there's, like, there's wooden posts around still i mean not, not in my apartment common. there aren't it wouldn't be inside it'd be an outdoor cat kind of thing yeah but like what about for indoor cats they don't count Fine. Indoor cats are pussies anyway. <laughs> he would love to be an outdoor cat. <laughs> he didn't get it. I said indoor cats are pussies. They're... Okay. This one yeah. is entitled yeah. More Talismans. Ooh. I just thought this one was uh, very, very specific to an animal. And you'll you'll understand. You cannot be harmed by the evil eye if you keep the wishbone of a female hummingbird on your persons at all times. If you hang any three wishbones, open and up, over your bed, evil spirits will be unable to harm you while you are asleep. How the fuck... First of all, how do you catch a hummingbird? And how do you know if it's a female or not? Well, I... I... I don't know, Robbie. Have you also, seen how big... How big are... What kind of hummingbird? Is it specific? Like a... Just a hummingbird. Or like... Okay. Um, how big are wishbones of hummingbirds? <laughs> I didn't know hummingbirds had wishbones. Like, does anybody I feel have like a wishbone? Would, well, they're pol- they're a bird, right? They're poultry. Like, they would have a wishbone. They're, yeah, true. They're poultry. <laughs> they're poultry. Hummingbirds. <laughs> hummingbirds equal poultry. Are, are they poultry? Like, would they they fall? Yeah, in that I category? guess. So. I don't know. if Poultry I mean, is a specific definition, but like, don't eat hummingbirds. But at the same time, like, I'd like to see, like, find just like a skeleton of a hummingbird yeah. and like see what its wishbone <laughs> looks like. That sounds dark. It's, I know, it's not it dark, but it sounds dark. dark. Yeah, you could probably turn that into some, like some fun metal lyrics. I'd eat the shit out of a hummingbird. I'll just oh my that. god, Robbie, that's terrifying. Don't what? say that, <laughs> you monster. Speaking of monsters, let's talk about warts. Oh, yes, please. Let's do that. <laughs> you can get rid of warts by rubbing them with a live toad every day until they are finally drawn onto the toad skin. You can also get rid of them if you rub them with the inside of a brown paper bag. (laughs) Close the mouth of the bag tightly and throw it away. If someone picks up the bag and opens it, 
he will get the warts and yours will disappear. <laughs> That's mean. So you can either give the wart to a toad or you can give it to like your arch nemesis. Yeah, assuming that they'll open up the bag that you rubbed your oh, face if with. you put it in their locker and they and would you, would you open up a strange out. bag that got shoved into your locker? Absolutely, I would. That okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't have any warts, though, so no one's trying to give this me is, any. <laughs> this is like the old-timey version of giving somebody AIDS like, yeah. on purpose, <laughs> but, it's, but it's a bag of warts. Oh, could you imagine just, like, opening a brown paper bag, there being nothing in it, and then you getting, like, ten warts the next day? That'd be, that'd be horrible. I feel like this is more like herpes than it is AIDS, Robbie. I mean, potato, potato, right? Yeah, potato, tomato. <clears throat> uh, this one is entitled The Nutmeg. And I love it because it's all in capitalized letters. The nutmeg. Like it's a. This sounds like a sex move. Or a movie monster. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that too. A single pierced nutmeg worn around the neck on a. Worn around the neck on a string will protect you from boils, crouping cough, body lice, and various lung disorders. Wow. Yeah. I don't really buy a whole lot of whole nutmeg, but I guess I should probably start. Yeah, I mean, my mom always had a jar of nutmegs. I thought you. I thought you were gonna say your mom always had a, a, ne- a nutmeg. No, on her neck. no, no. But she, she like also, she had like little like grater things. So she, it was like having a whole piece of cinnamon. Like yeah, it was like a, just a, a microplane. And, yeah, yeah, it tastes yeah. nice. Like you put it over coffee. Yeah, I love nutmeg. The but you love the nutmeg <laughs> again. It just sounds like a sex move that it I is. wouldn't be interested in, anyways. <laughs> Lauren, here's a question for you. What can you cure by wearing a necklace made of dried corn kernels? Um, I'm going to say bunions. B- bunions? Because of, like, <laughs> yeah. corns? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be incorrect. Um, Damn it's it. actually headaches. Headaches? It's headaches. Oh, that would yeah. have been a much better cure yeah. anyways. <laughs> I just thought corn and bunions. Are if you right. wore a necklace of corn kernels, people would stay clear away from you. Great. Everyone should be, be wearing corn time. necklaces right now then. <laughs> like, look at that. Like, that's like a Coachella thing. Like, this lady was selling corn necklaces over by You're right. the, you know, the, the burning man. Like, white somebody's claws. just You're training. Like, yeah. <laughs> corn necklaces. There's a woman like... that makes poop necklaces up in Maine. Yes, yes. And that's that's less crazy than this. I, feel I would like, buy the poop first. I feel like also corn from a distance might look like teeth. So like it might look like a tooth necklace and not a corn necklace. Although my first instinct would not be like, are those teeth? Are Actually, those maybe teeth? it would. I feel like teeth would be like less weird than... No, no. it would not. No, it would not be you're weird. right. No. <laughs> Yeah, hey, Ted Bundy, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Fuck me. Well, I just mean this. uh, Yeah, all right, never mind. Here's another one for you. What will heal much faster than usual if you place cabbage leaves directly onto the affected area for two days? Splinters. Close. Blisters. (laughs) Oh, I was close. (laughs) Can you imagine just wearing cabbage leaves for two days? Well, yeah, I could. I would do that. You would do bullshit. Are you, have you had terrible, bl- like one time I yes. had wicked bad blisters on the bottom of my feet and it took like three fucking weeks for those bad boys to heal. I would have absolutely put cabbage leaves for two days to have those heal. <laughs> you would look 100%. like Jumanji man. Look I would like be Jumanji okay man with, with cabbage tied around your leg like Robin I would, Williams. I would be totally, totally fine with that. But this one time <laughs> I had a really bad splinter in my knee and my mom made me put raw bacon on it and it came out like immediately. It was crazy. So that's why I thought maybe it would be a splinter. 
Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I wasn't too far off with your mom having like a corn necklace. Yeah, no, you're not like wrong. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> My mom probably uses some remedies in this book. <laughs> Here's a way to cure minor respiratory ailments. You can cure many minor respiratory ailments by placing the skin of a black cat on the affected person's chest overnight. That's terrifying. So, That's animal cruelty. You would, yeah, you'd get in trouble for that one nowadays. Don't, don't do that. Don't do yeah, that, anyone. Do that. Lauren, what can you prevent with the use of bear grease or the juice of baked beans? <laughs> bear grease or baked beans? A bird. Those, those things are two, like two opposites. <laughs> Yes, like bear grease or the juice of baked beans. Is it what it would cure? What can it prevent? What can it prevent? Yes. Um, acne. Close, kind of the area. Baldness. Baldness. All Baldness. Right. Yeah. Just slap some baked bean juice on that scalp of yours, fellas. I have so much extra baked bean juice; it's insane. <clears throat> I'm glad Finally you have use. extra baked bean juice and not yeah. bear grease. No, I don't have any bear. I'd love, I'd kill to have bear grease. All right. Lice and other insects, Lauren. You can eliminate yeah. lice and other insects from your body by gently rubbing turpentine or kerosene directly onto the affected area. But then, like, don't turn on your fucking, like, <laughs> lantern because you'll just catch on fire. I can't Oil imagine. Lamp. That's what I was imagining. Yeah. I can't imagine kerosene on the skin is good. At all. Or turpentine. Like, None of those things on the... Don't put chemicals like that on your skin. But turpentine sounds fun. Turpentine. <laughs> no, no. I oil paint and there's... I use like this like turpentine type solution to wash my paintbrushes. Yeah. Like that shit is... Like you can't pour it down the drain because it will just like eat away the drain. <laughs> so like like I have to keep it in a glass jar so it... Because it will eat plastic. Yeah. Like don't put that on your skin. <laughs> turpentine sounds like a like a stripper. I'm yes. turpentine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, get away dear. from me. Go get kerosene. Yeah. She's much yeah, better. Right. <laughs> you want to know how you can cure an earache, Lauren? Please tell me there are no earwigs involved. No, there are not. All right. You can ease the pain of an earache by gently blowing tobacco smoke into your ear. <laughs> or someone else's ear, I guess. That's not good. Why would you do that? Why not? And... Tobacco was like the cure-all back in the day, right? Tobacco and cocaine and alcohol. Yeah, cocaine and Coca-Cola. And then you had <clears throat> all the doctors on uh, radio shows telling the audience that cigarettes are good for them. And and lead paint was perfectly fine and asbestos. Yeah, lick it. Yeah. Eat those lead paint chips. Mmm, tasty lead paint chips. Yes. Um, Lauren. Robbie. Wait, is this the right one? I don't know. You tell me. Yep. From what affliction... Will a patient recover quickly from if given a glass of white wine into which you have beaten a pinch of soot from a hardwood fire and a raw egg? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you heard me right. A pinch of soot from a hardwood fire and yeah. a raw egg. A raw egg in a glass of white wine? In a glass of white wine. And this is curing something? This is, it's, well, it will help the patient recover more quickly. Okay, this is going to help the patient recover more quickly from frostbite. No. Damn it. I mean, it's just as random. Measles. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if you get them measles, just get a hardwood fire, mm -hmm. raw egg, mm -hmm. and some white wine. Yeah. It, just pretend it's like a gin and tonic. You'll be fine. Oh, that sounds horrifying. Yeah. 
Um, here's another way to cure up some uh, blisters. Oh, good. I always need a blister cure. True. If you apply a paste of mashed carrots, minced plantain leaves, and lard to wounds or blisters, they will heal much faster than usual. Interesting. I'm going to try got, that one next time. You got plantain leaves just hanging around? Well, I, can, I get plant, plantains pretty often. Like, I'm sure I could ask them. Yeah, I love cooking with plantains. Uh, I've never seen you pick up plantains in my life. How often do you go grocery shopping with me? All the time. <laughs> never. Never, ever. Plus, I do all my ordering online from Whole Foods now. It's very easy. <laughs> Who do you think it goes through? I see all your orders. Oh, that's yeah. terrifying. You drink I'm entirely so way too much milk. It's insane. I don't right. drink milk at all. <laughs> Lauren, here's a question. What can you stop by pressing a cold brass key to the back of your neck? You can stop erections. Why would you go to that? I don't, Why would you want to stop that? <laughs> I don't want them anywhere near me. <laughs> You're lucky if you get them back in that day. Um, it's You stop nosebleeds. Oh, my second guess would have been headaches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> nosebleeds. All right. I don't get nosebleeds ever, but if I ever get one, I'm going to try it. There's always I that should that keep one some kid. keys in the freezer. There's always that one kid in like middle school or in elementary school who always got nosebleeds, I feel like. Always yeah. one. Always one. Always one. Hey, Lauren, did you know you will become extremely ill if you drink cold milk while you eat a hot boiled lobster? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would happen. I feel I like I would get very <laughs> sick if that happened. Like, that's disgusting. I love milk. I love milk no. and I love lobster. I yes. would never eat them together. No, like never. the most dairy that I would ever put with seafood is like a lobster mac and cheese or a lobster or a pizza. Or a bisque. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, that's soup. That doesn't count. Yeah. But soup, like. Don't say soup doesn't count. Soup always counts. No, but that's Lauren. like a. What I meant was it's like don't a totally separate category. Soup, no, you're I love. I fucking. Soupist. What are you talking about? I love hey, soup. Hey, let's talk about ladybugs. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. You will have bad luck all day if you kill a ladybug. That's kind of a, a common, common thing. But you will have good luck if you place a ladybug that has landed onto a part of your body onto the palm of your hand, blow it gently into the air, and recite this couplet. Ladybug, ladybug, fly away home. Your house is on fire and the children are alone. Why would anyone say that? <laughs> I don't know. And also, where did that originate from? <laughs> I've what never heard fuck? that in my life. I, it, right seems, it seems like it was just going to be such a cute little <laughs> nice nursery rhyme and then things are on fire and people are scared. And, you, and your kids are dying. I just like, what does this have to oh do with Oh, my God. Yeah, Jesus. So, ladybugs. Yay. All right. Well, it is ladybug season. So. It is. I've seen I've seen multiple now. Yep. I had a friend who had to like vacuum like a shit ton of ladybugs oh, out of their window. that stuff is weird. I used to have to do that when I used to be like janitorial services back in like high school. Yeah. That shit was so weird. That and box elder bugs. The same. Okay. Oh, they're the fucking worst. Anyway, uh, this next part is uh, kind of uh, for you, Lauren. Maybe oh, this I'm is so something excited. you've done in the past. <clears throat> this oh, is no. marriage beliefs and customs. Oh, boy. All right. I'm just going to read a series thing, series of things. Started with the phrase, it will be an unhappy marriage if. All right. Th Maybe is this like you might be a redneck if? Yeah. Or... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it will be an unhappy marriage if an uninvited man in uniform is in the church during the ceremony. 
I didn't get married in a church. So the couple gets married in March, April, or May. The bride does not wear something old, something new, something borrowed, or something blue. That's a normal one. Yeah, I never got that. Where did that tradition come from? I don't know. It doesn't. T- oh. I don't read. It just doesn't okay. tell me. Okay. Yeah, you're things. right. Just go ahead. Um, speaking of everything, something everybody knows. Um, if a one-armed relative of the bride attends the ceremony, <laughs> can't invite Uncle Joe. He only has one arm. <laughs> he only got one arm. Fucking Uncle Joe, man. <laughs> Fucking Uncle issues. Joe. He's the one that had to go talk to the bees earlier. <laughs> Uh, it will be an unhappy marriage if someone other than the bride is the first to cut into the wedding cake. That's a common one. Who would a, do that? I know, right? A shit person. A runaway horse races down the street as the bride is entering the church. <laughs> Maybe not so much anymore. I was going to say, I don't think there are a lot of runaway horses. Maybe Steph's wedding. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, the bride puts her wedding dress on more than one hour before the ceremony begins. That's, Why would you want to do that? Why yeah, would you want miserable. to wear a dress for longer than necessary? Well, some people like wearing dresses, Lauren. They're called girls. No. All right. Oh. The couple's new home burns down before they return from their honeymoon. <laughs> Does that happen often? Could you imagine? Have you done any of these things so far? You're divorced. No, none of these things happened. <laughs> um, this I'll one is really know. bad. The wedding is held on a Friday or Saturday. I feel like that's a lot of weddings. Okay, yeah. See, that's where we went wrong. It was held on a Saturday. Ah, motherfucker. The groom does not dance with the oldest woman guest at the reception. I guess that's bad luck. Well, there were no grooms. No, no, not at all. (laughs) Uh, It will be an unhappy marriage if the bride steps over the sill at the entrance to the church with her left foot. So don't do that. Again, Uh, there will be no churches. (laughs) A dog enters the church before the ceremony is over. Well, there were dogs, so that happened. Yeah, that happened. Mind you're going to be there. Anyone sneezes three times during the ceremony, you kick them out. You just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, why would you even come to a wedding and think that sneezing was okay? The wedding ring is lost. That's a common one. A wedding guest appears at the ceremony dressed completely in black. (laughs) I feel like that happens. Or more than three babies less than a year old are at the wedding ceremony. Definitely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm not sure why would you bring why you would bring kids that young to a wedding anyways. It, it sounds miserable. Like but find a babysitter. The, <laughs> but let's talk about the wedding cake. Oh, yes, please. If the unmarried girls who attend the wedding sleep with a piece of the wedding cake under their pillow, they will dream of their future husbands. Okay, first off, putting unprotected cake under your pillow is a disaster waiting to happen please don't do that i have so much anxiety thinking about it (laughs) secondly if you just attended a wedding you're probably gonna think about like dream about weddings and like your future with them yeah regardless of if there's messy cake under your pillow please what if you have what if you have cake under your pillow normally why would you ever put cake under your pillow? It'll ruin Listen, the cake and the pillowcase. My bedtime routines are none of your goddamn business. I was just asking a question. Like, it's different if you fall asleep with cake in bed with you and it ends up under your pillow, as opposed to, like, actually putting it there on purpose. You're I woke up I woke up with a half-eaten cow. bologna sandwich in my bed once. <laughs> what does that I mean? Woke, <laughs> I woke up with, with half a Reuben in my hand once, okay? <clears throat> I understand. There you go. Speaking of sleeping, we're going to move on to beliefs with dreams, Lauren. I love dreams. Love dreams. If you dream of strangers, your home will be broken into and a number of valuables stolen. I used to have dreams about getting robbed like that all the time. Well, that's good. If you dream of a wedding or a mountain, a close friend will die soon. 
Uh, why? No. I, pff, no clue. Why? If, if you dream of a nest, you will receive an unexpected gift, Lauren. I'm going to dream about birds tonight, man. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> if you dream of a fire in your house, you will inherit some money. Oh, no. A crying baby? I don't like baby? that, though. Like, money would be great, but, like, I don't want to <laughs> inherit it. Thank you. A crying baby? Your harvest will be disastrously small. Good thing I have nothing to harvest. Good. A laughing baby, your harvest will be much larger than you'd anticipated. Well, now I wish I had a harvest. <laughs> if you dream of a man's hat, you will be successful in any venture you start in the next seven days. What if your next venture in the next seven days was to, like, murder the most people? <laughs> well. Good luck. Yep. Yep. Good this isn't the luck. purge. <laughs> if you dream of bread, you'll be blessed with good fortune for 30 days. I dream of bread often. I like bread. Have you gotten a lot of fortune? No. Oh. No. Maybe you're dreaming of the wrong kind of bread. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Jewish rye. A lot of Jewish rye, but maybe that's Well, that's, a pro that's the urine bread, Robbie. Obviously, the... don't dream about rye. You have to dream about different kinds of bread. Potato bread. I love potato bread. I love potato bread. Potato I think this is, is a good idea. If you dream of any grain other than corn, a close relative will soon have a baby. Okay. So if you dream about bread, you're going to have what good fortune for 30 days and somebody yeah. won't have a baby well it says grain bread's not a grain it's like a, I, have, I think they're i think they're talking about like wheat or rice. rye or yeah things like that All like right. yeah like specific think about back in the day yeah you're right you're right if you dream of flowers you'll become seriously ill for a short time oh no what if you're a florist and like all you like you know how like you dream about work sometimes like you just go home and dream <laughs> about flowers constantly <laughs> just dreaming about flowers constantly. <laughs> just <laughs> Um, these are beliefs concerning babies. More babies! If a baby smiles at everyone who comes near him, he will become a lawyer. Yeah, I can see that. If a baby cries on his first birthday, he will become a minister, priest, or rabbi. Here's my favorite one. I feel one. like we would have more minister, priests, or rabbis if, <laughs> yeah. like, one-year-olds cried the on their birthday. <laughs> if you place an ear of corn between the mother and her baby before the umbilical cord is cut, he will have a happy and prosperous life. Oh my god, I'm going to bring so much corn. So much fucking corn. <laughs> so much corn. I'm just going to be like, Doc, hold up. And just like throw corn between. And, and if it's not corn season, just can of corn. Can of corn. Oh yeah, just like, does it matter what kind? Like whole kernel oh, or like corn. shoe peg or cream corn? All right. It's got to be cream corn. corn. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Always got to be cream what corn. What was I thinking? If you carry a piece of your first son's call with you at all times, you will never drown. What is that? Uh, call, I, I don't know if you've ever seen a call baby, but like, it's part of the, like the umbilical sack when they're born is still attached. It's nothing bad. It's just, it's still attached to them somehow. Um, when they come out, sometimes it's like a little piece of the doctor just, you know, peels off or they're like fully encased still in that sack that they're there that they've been living in. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you've seen it before. You probably just never heard it called any. Called, yeah, <laughs> called I guess anything. I just didn't know the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now that I think about it, like with a cow, like being birthed, like that happened. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just keep going. <laughs> if someone gives a baby a complete set of coins that were minted in the United States the year he was born, he will be far more financially successful than his father. Wow. That's an interesting one. Yeah, I'm just going to start giving people like sets of coins for baby showers. <laughs> like, like this is fuck. a fucking tradition. Like, okay, <laughs> you get a penny, a nickel, a dime, and a quarter. But does it have to be like the like like a half dollar too? I like, don't know. It could be a penny set. 
Hesley oh. minted on that year. Jeez. Okay. Asking okay. questions. I don't, I don't I just know. need the specifics. Oh, my God. And here is possibly my favorite topic in the entire book, entitled Unlucky Hunchbacks. Uh, okay. It gets better. I'm so You excited. will have 30 days of bad luck if you meet a hunchback on your way to church. Are as there a one lot does. of hunchbacks? No, there are not. You will neutralize the bad luck if you do not attend service that day. Or if you meet a second hunchback before you enter the church. Because there are so many hunchbacks. You know what? I feel like I feel like that was made up by a kid who didn't want to go to church. And they were like, Mom, I saw a hunchback. I can't fucking go to service. Otherwise, I'm going to have bad luck. So, like, it's I got to go home. Comes yeah. around every time. And then the other one was like, the mom was like, oh, look, there's another hunchback. That means it canceled it out. So you can come to church. Like, this was just like a quarrel between like a mom and a kid. There must have been a lot of hunchbacks back in the day, I guess. I bet it was like an osteoporosis kind of thing, because like, <laughs> right? That like makes. I don't know if that right? that what makes you hunch. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like isn't that like a bone disease? Like it ma- makes you like all hunched over and shit. Like I don't know if it shrink. makes you. It makes you. It makes you have weak bones, but I don't think it makes you hunch. I feel at all. like it. I feel like it makes you hunch. I feel like I had a great aunt that like was hunchy. <laughs> <laughs> she was hunchy. Yeah. Is that in her Tinder profile? <laughs> well, she's dead. So like... fifty-five, little curvy, little hunchy. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, you get like, looking the for old my Quasimodo to my Esmeralda. You get the old person hunch. And old, well, there's an old person hunch. That's just that's just yeah. Age. That's like osteoporosis, isn't it? I don't think it's osteoporosis, oh, but I'm not going to think. Know. So I hope you enjoyed some of those <laughs> crazy ass fucking uh, customs. You know? Yeah, this was fun. <laughs> I I love this book so much. I've I've looked over it like multiple times, and I still find like something new each time. There's there's a bunch of stuff that's you know not super funny, but it's related to like sailing in ships back in the day when it was a little more common and it d- yeah. dives into christmas and halloween a little bit more um actually before we start to go off here more 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 it describes halloween nowadays and this oh is, God, this is so great excited. it's a great example Today, of course, Halloween has degenerated into a candy-collecting orgy by cleverly costumed youngsters who travel from house to house crying, trick or treat. <laughs> yes, that's very accurate. I love candy that it uses the word orgy. orgy. <laughs> and children in the same sentence. It's not. That shouldn't be allowed. <clears throat> no, I agree. So I asked Lauren if she could make up her own custom that could possibly have been passed down from generation, but you didn't do it, did you? No, I asked you if I needed anything prepared today. I didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I know. I'm so sorry. I've, I've been busy. It's okay. I have one. And I think it flows with the kind of examples that this book has been giving us. If you go to sleep with a head of cauliflower, three drops of rain from a storm that started on the eastern side of a mountain, and a disapproving look from the local cat, you will bear five children before the age of 22. But one of them will be a hunchback. Okay. Yeah, that. Yeah. That was good. I had a superstition when I was growing up that if I put a soup spoon under my pillow and wore my pajamas inside out, we would have a snow day the next day. And it worked 98.9% of the time. Because you watched the local weather channel and you saw that a storm was coming and you're like, hey, here's time for the spoon in the pajamas, mom. And she's like, quick, kick my corn necklace. Yeah. God, you live in a crazy family. Yeah. So that's my superstition to put in the book. (laughs) Oh, my God. Before we go, we're going to rate our beers real quick. I drank Size G from Stoneface Brewing in Newington, New Hampshire. It is an IPA. And I don't... I didn't read the alcohol percentage. It doesn't say it. 
Well, hopefully it's like secretly a 12%. You're just going to get fucked up in like 10 minutes. Isn't it like illegal to not put the... No, I feel like I don't. Like there's just some things that don't happen. Maybe it's on there and you're just too panicked to find it. I literally don't see it anywhere. There's like four, there's like four words in this whole kit. (laughs) Um, Go on untapped, look it up and then follow us on untapped. I drank Syzygy from Stoneface, as I said. Great beer. I'm glad I was kind of led onto this. I'm going to give it an even four. It was really good. I would definitely buy this again. I don't know how common it is, but very good. Nice. All right. Well, good. Good all around for Stoneface. I think in our first episode when we did like our top five favorite beers, my number one was a Stoneface IPA. So, really? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love Stoneface. Tonight, I drank a Plum Island Belgian White, which was an unfiltered wit beer with hints of citrus and coriander from Newport Brewing Company in Newport, Massachusetts. It was a 5.4%. And I thought it was uh, much more delicious than I was anticipating it to be because this is basically like a sour wheat beer, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm thrilled because I love the sour. Super coriandery, like I said. I'm going to rate this. um, I'm going to rate this a solid three. Uh, And for me, rating a wit beer that high, I think, is, is a good. This is good. I really, I really enjoyed it. And I would drink this again. Nice. Yeah. Well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. You can find the Brew Interviews on our Instagram account at the Brew Interviews or on Twitter at Brew Interviews. You can also send us an email at thebrewinterviews at gmail.com or on Facebook under the Brew Interviews. And if you feel so inclined, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the Brew Interviews and become part of the Brew Interviews family just like these people Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, Jess, and the Wreck My Podcast crew. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out. And I would like to thank our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. And be sure to use our promo code BREW4U. That's BREW, the number for you. And get 50% off almost any one item when you do. You also get 10 free special gifts. Some of it is porn, so it's pretty cool. You should just go and do it. Yes, porn! So get you or your loved ones something special and help out the show at the same time. And also, Lauren and I were recently on an episode of Wreck My Podcast with Jordan, where we watched one of my favorite movies of all time, The Return of the Killer Tomatoes, since it is the season. That comes out, this comes out Sunday, so that comes out Wednesday. So be sure to go over to Wreck My Podcast. You can find them the same places you find us. I suggest going on YouTube so you can watch everybody talk at the same time, because we did do... Uh, video, video you can see our beautiful faces. Yeah, you'll see my beautiful face. Yeah, For I'm the just there. I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. Good night. Good night. This has been the Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. <laughs>